Heyo! Welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. This episode kind of feels like an extra special episode. And if you are in the running world or you have ever ran a big race of any sort, you know the build up to race day is like this mix and this rush of emotions and feeling and excitement. And I've woken up every day this week, like just feeling like it's Christmas morning. This is the week of the TCS New York City Marathon. It is my first time running this race, running this course, and it's my second world's marathon, which is huge. And I am just like over the moon excited. And I've really spent this week in reflection mode. And by the time this episode is in your ears, God willing, and a healthy body and safe travels and everything aligns for me between now and race day, I will be a TCS New York City Marathon finisher. And I give a lot of running analogies and life parallels here in the podcast because running isn't just something I do. It's a huge integral part of who I am. The moments where I'm on the run, where it's me versus me, and I have to choose the version of me that I'm going to show up for. On the days that I just don't want to, when I'm out there on the run for two, three hours at a time, and you know, it's just me with my thoughts. I get to do some deep reflection. I get to be creative. I get to spend time outside. And most importantly, it's connecting with such an incredible community. Better version of myself every single time I lace up my shoes. And I know that this weekend and just being able to relish in the work and the celebration and the excitement that comes with going to New York City and running with my business partner and, you know, just doing all the exploring and sightseeing and running 26.2 miles man, am I freaking excited. But I knew I needed to record this episode ahead of time. So I was like, hmm, how can I, how can I, how can I tie you and loop you into the feeling of running a marathon? And I can imagine there is a time in your life where you have gotten close to achieving something or close to finishing something. And then you move that finish line away from you. You tell yourself, oh, wait, I just need to work a little bit harder. I need to achieve a little bit more. And then I'll be there at the finish line. Or I'm sure there are certain seasons of your life where you have achieved or done something. You, let's say for theoretical example, crossed that finish line. And then you cross that finish line. You kind of like scratch your head and you're like, wait a minute. This is not at all what I anticipated. I anticipated to feel differently once I accomplish this achievement. And now I'm just kind of standing here like feeling like the same person. And a few weeks ago, I was reading the book by Jenna Kutcher called How Are You Really? Which if you have not read that book, stop what you're doing and go pick it up because it is such a good book. But there was a chapter specifically that I was reading and she was talking about, you know, how we often set ourselves up for disappointment or failure by always moving the finish line out of reach. One, before we even start. Two, as soon as we get close. Or three, in a way that's maybe not even realistic for us to achieve. Us to achieve. Or three, in a way that's maybe not even realistic for us to achieve. And that day, after I read that specific chapter, I wrote at the top of my journal page, what what finish lines are you moving? And I journaled a lot 
I realized how many things in my life I was making conditional based on I'll be happy when. And I really let that sit with me because I've been in a season where I feel more aligned than I ever have before. I love where I'm at for my travel assignment. The Built For You podcast and community is growing exponentially. I feel like I have a really solid support system to help me become the person that I want to be. And yet, I still feel like something's missing. And I was having an honest conversation with myself the other day. I was like, I just don't feel like I'm achieving anything. I'm not checkmarking any boxes. I'm not achieving any accolades. And some people would say, Michaela, you're just being hard on yourself. But the people who get it, get it. And the people who don't, don't. And if you're a woman who's highly ambitious, you're a dreamer, you're a a doer, you're an achiever, you're a woman that knows that she's capable of so much more than she's given herself credit for, chances are you've had this feeling too that the finish line just seems so far away. And I say this all the time, but when you realize that you're the problem, you also realize that you're the solution. And this week, aka Marathon Week, I spent each morning going through a short race day visualization exercise and reflecting on all this training cycle has been. And my journal is oftentimes just like a word vomit. Whatever's on my mind, whatever's on my heart just like goes onto the page. And this page specifically got really intense. Like by the end of the journal prompt or like the journal entry, it was like chicken scratch, like so scribbled out. Like it was really hard to read, but like I was so in the moment and really just letting everything flow out of me that once I look back and looked on the words that I wrote down, I was like, ah, man, everything makes sense. And sometimes you just have to validate yourself. And it made me realize that I've been moving a lot of finish lines recently. But this marathon isn't going to be a finish line that moves. And so, you know, while I've been having this realization of how many finish lines I have been moving and realizing that like New York City marathon finish line, it's there. It's not out of reach. It's not moving based on how I'm feeling. It's there. And I'm craving that finish line so deeply. Not only that dopamine hit, but also that reminder that you can set finish lines and they can stay in place and you can cross them a different person than when you decided to pursue that finish line. And people always say that about running marathons. It's like the person who crosses the finish line is not the same person who is at the start line. And I think that's so parallel to life in general. The person, the woman who starts the dream is not the same person who achieves the dream because in the process you learn, you grow, you fall, you reflect, you, you know, you stand up again and you keep going. And that's exactly what a marathon is, you know, learning when do I push a little bit harder? When do I ease back on pace and effort? When do I take the nutrition? When do I take the water? When do I take the hydration? How do I feed into the crowd? And so as you're going through life, You have to be willing to learn. You have to realize that you don't just get to the finish line without putting all the work in the process to get there. And in this season where I keep moving the finish line, I know that that finish line in New York City is going to be monumental for me. And although I know this, I'm learning how to believe it in other areas of my life. You know, it's not really about just the finish line. It's about the feeling that comes with it. Being able to look back and connect the dots, you know, the lifts, the runs, the days that I didn't want to get up, the good, the good nights of sleep, the recovery, the yoga sessions, and that feeling of certainty and knowing and grit and happiness and work and joy that comes with crossing that finish line. And this idea, this conditional statement of I'll be happy when or I'll be successful when, insert your finish line, just doesn't really serve you, does it? And I can tell you that 
even if I did not, for whatever reason, cross the New York City finish line, I would still be so damn proud of myself because I've spent weeks, months, hundreds of miles in this buildup. There's a reason why every single run, if you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, at Michaela underscore Robinson underscore, I'm sharing a video of me at the halfway point, whether it's four miles, 12 miles, or 22 miles, dancing to living on a prayer because I believe that when you bring that much joy and that much energy to the little, small, mundane things, when you get to that finish line, it's guaranteed that it's going to be that much sweeter. It's going to feel that much better because you know that you celebrated every single step that it took to get there. I can think of one specific run when I was in Florida. I think it was probably like a 14-mile run. Man, no offense to Florida, but Florida is the most boring state to run in, completely flat. You know, where I was running, it really wasn't shaded. It was humid AF. It was the middle of summer. But you know what? The alternative was not showing up for my goals. And I knew that wasn't an option. So I said, okay, I'm going to show up anyways, but how can I make sure that I have a hell of a lot of fun doing it? So I primed up a playlist that I knew that was going to bring me joy. I primed up some podcasts that I knew were going to bring me joy. And I still had my dance party. Did I want to? Absolutely not. I was like, man, I have to have my dance party. I was like, wait a minute, I get to have my dance party. I'm halfway there. And I want this story to be a reminder to you that you can set milestones. You can set benchmarks for yourself to help you celebrate getting to that finish line. And when you learn to celebrate in the process rather than just what the process produces, you build momentum, you build confidence. And I truly do believe that you you have and experience more of that deep belly joy of like, oh my gosh, I actually am excited about what it is that I'm doing. So if you have finish lines in your life that you keep moving, if you keep feeling yourself falling short or feeling disappointed, how can you put that finish line so it's not going anywhere? How can you paint it? How can you make a plan to make it happen? How can you loop other people in to get there? How can you call your shot? How can you quit being so hard on yourself and realize that success doesn't have to be defined as the route that was the most complicated, the most invested time, energy, money, or resources, or the highest achievement possible. It's what you do that makes you feel that deep sense of pride and joy. And just being able to visualize that race day finish line and to be able to visualize the person that I'm going to be carrying myself through New York City, I've realized that I don't want to be the person, one, that's so damn hard on myself that it feels like nothing is ever enough. And two, I don't want to be the person that sells myself short. Sure, I could play smaller. I could shine my light a little more dim. But you know what? I know that that's not the woman I was meant to be. And I know that because you're listening to this podcast right now, it's not the woman you were meant to be or the woman that you want to be either. So when people tell you to quit being so hard on yourself or to quit doing so much, you know what I say to that? Show them what you're made of. Show them what you're capable of. And while you're trying to figure out what your finish line looks like, I want you to think about the person that you're becoming in the process. That dream, it might seem so far out of reach. And you know what I say to that? Good. Because you're not yet the woman who is maybe capable of achieving that dream. And that's okay because think about all the ways that you could grow and evolve in that time, in that process to you crossing that finish line. And maybe that finish line for you is a degree. Maybe it is a marathon or a half marathon or a 5k. 
Maybe it is seven days of working out consistently. Maybe it's losing a certain amount of weight. Whatever your finish line is, whatever your end goal is, my biggest challenge for you is to quit setting it so far away that it doesn't even seem achievable. Quit putting so much pressure on yourself to be somebody who you don't want to be. And quit showing up for the things that aren't a hell yes. Because that's something that I've realized I've been doing recently is that not only am I not setting finish lines for myself in maybe business or podcasting or financially in the way that I want to, I also have realized the role that the people I'm surrounding myself with have been playing in that. And I know I talked about that in last week's episode, and that can be kind of a hard pill to swallow. But sometimes it's important to take a good inventory of where you're at versus where you're going and to take note of the things that you may or may not be doing. If your finish line is seven days of working out, do you have a plan? Do you have accountability? Do you actually know how it's going to fit into your schedule? So it's really important to not only know how you're getting to the finish line, but why you're getting to the finish line, why it's important to you, why it matters. And sister, please quit moving that finish line so far out of reach. If you get to day seven, you're like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Now I can get to day 14. No, relish and celebrate that day seven and then set a new finish line later on down the road, right? Because I truly do believe that we don't take enough time to celebrate ourselves and the people that we're becoming. And you are becoming a really, really incredible woman. And I'm so incredibly proud of you. And I can't wait to share with you just the grit and the resilience that comes from running 26.2 miles. Running the marathon is, call me crazy, one of my absolute favorite things to do. Like I said, it's a test of your true strength, your inner self, that moment when it's you versus you, which version of you are you going to choose, right? And even if you're not running a marathon and you're in a moment where you want to choose a version of you who is the dreamer, the achiever, the go-getter, or the version of you who is filled with self-doubt and fear, think about you six months from now. Which version of you does she require? And when you think about that six-month version of you, I want you to remind yourself that no matter how far away it seems or how impossible it feels, you are worth every single step and every single action. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. 